Okay. All right, so uh, we're a little last minute on this. Yeah. Yeah. So I left my job. I think I told everyone because I tell everyone everything about my life. I actually don't know if you mentioned that on the last episode. Oh, well, last episode I was still working. Um, so yeah, I've been job hunting. I got a couple offers on the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, over this time off, I've been trying to improve myself. Been working on a diet. I'm totally ignoring that diet today because I just downed a few beers and ate uh, some fast food. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I've been pretty good. Been trying to improve myself and dieting. Been working out almost every day. I only missed one day out of the past two weeks. Pretty good. Yeah. On my end, I am currently long-term subbing, but I don't have lesson plans. So I'm basically doing everything myself and I'm the second grade classes, you know, whole teacher. I've been busy with that and I'm still at Starbucks on the weekends. And um, dad and I have actually been going to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, you work out with dad? Yeah. Well, here's the reason I started doing that because I knew if I told myself I was going to do it, I would be too lazy to. But if I go with dad... It's definitely easier with a partner. Well, I don't want to disappoint dad. So... (laughs) So I have to get up. But even then, so like Richard and I, like we've been working out together too. I I guess Richard's been kind of off too. Just as uh, everyone is aware, Richard's our brother. We might have mentioned him a couple times. I always find it easier to work out with a buddy because it's like when, when you're self-paced, you got to have like a plan in front of you. But if there's like two of you, at least one of you is going to be like, hey, let's do this. And you're like, okay. Right. And actually, I was just having a conversation with um, someone. I was in a, an electrical room the other day. I was talking to this guy. Mm-hmm. He was not a big fan of CrossFit, but he got into <laughs> CrossFit. <sorry>. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. But uh, he was saying that like it's so much easier just being told what to do because it's just, it's if you have your own plan, you have to like really follow that plan. Whereas if you're getting told what to do, it's less thinking for yourself. Like just do it. Like it's it's just so much easier to be motivated. To just get told what to do. I know everyone's different, but I, I kind of understand that mindset too. Yeah. Uh, missed up my diet a couple days back. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I saw Rosemary, my, my, my wife, pull a uh, pie out of the fridge and she was just like, um, yeah, I'm going to take some of this. And I'm like, uh, what's that? And she's like, are you on a diet? I'm like, not yeah. today. <laughs> what? What's what's that? What you got going on there? Right. She's like, it's, you're no, you're on a diet. And I'm just like, mm, but... I just want to know what that is. He's like, do you, do you want some? It's banana cream pie. I'm like, yes, oh. yes, I want some banana cream pie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Um, yeah. The only other thing I got going on, uh, I've gotten back into playing guitar again. I'm trying to get back into music and writing music. I want to write a parody for this podcast at some point. I think that'd be kind of fun. You're writing a parody of your own podcast? No, 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 no. For the podcast, like, of like I don't know, some horror story that we pick up. Um, or maybe some well-known uh-huh. thing. I want to write a parody of it. I want to write a parody what? song or something. Well, okay. Oh, so now that I'm like living with dad again and Chloe's there too. Dude, Chloe and I, it's kind of weird because it's like we're having like the normal sister childhood except I'm 23 and she's 13. At night, we like beat the crap out of each other with pillows and like are always, you know, messing around with each other. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, you know, like it's fun to do, but also I'm an actual adult and she's a teenager, so this is kind of weird, but it's fine. How's that working for you? Chloe's with us. <laughs> you get beat up every day. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I'm looking at my notes mm-hmm. and I think I was tired when I wrote this, but I'm looking at note two and it just says anxious and fat. And I'm like <laughs> trying to remember what I had going on there because I feel like I had like a whole discussion 
Great. I, I'm just going to, I'm going to skip that because I have no idea. It. I don't remember what I was talking about there. Yeah, leave it oh, as it yes. is. Note, note three. I want to talk about this because I thought this was pretty cool. Okay. Some space crap. Space object J002 Echo 3 or E3, whatever. Okay. So um, I thought this was interesting. I saw this post. It was a... um. Oh, we're recording outside if anyone heard the train right now. <laughs> woot woot. <laughs> <laughs> So this space object, right? I saw this uh, this video, and it was like a digital satellite images, and it was showing an approaching object. And this was actually kind of frightening to see because this object nearly hit Earth multiple times, and a lot of people thought it was an asteroid. And this is the craziest thing. So, okay, this is on the subreddit. I literally told you last episode that I'm afraid of space. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, this is interesting and this is scary. So let me let me talk about oh, it. Oh, okay, cool. So this was on the subreddit. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it made me think, damn, that's terrifying. And so it was showing what was thought to be an asteroid nearly hitting Earth multiple times back in 2002 over the course of ma- the majority of the year. And it was in a very elliptical orbit. It was coming in in just like very slim oval you know what elliptical is. Everyone knows what elliptical is, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But it, it cycled around Earth six times, almost every single one of these times. It was like kind of coming like in between the Earth and the moon. It was like almost hitting the Earth multiple times before it finally flies off. Wow, I love that for us. Yeah, and it even had an even closer call with the moon. This could have destroyed the moon because I was like looking at it and it looks like in the image it was just touching the moon, but I guess it just like glazed the surface that, that was how insanely close this object was. And um, they, yeah, they looked like they were nearly touching at one point. From I was reading through the comments. I was riddled with space facts. So I, I mean, like, it was, a whole, it was a very interesting thread in general. But um, someone stated that the moon was acting as, like, um, a gravitational bouncer with its pull. <laughs> and it's actually kind of a thing with the moon. It, um, it does pull objects away from, like, directly slamming into Earth. So there's an object coming toward Earth. The moon will kind of guide its uh, path away from it. So the moon's our bouncer. No, I thought that was a pretty interesting thing to say. Uh, Welcome to Hitchhiker's Guide to Horror, where we talk about scary things and space. And if you're me, that's the same thing. I I looked into it off of NASA's own website, and it turned out it was not even an asteroid. uh, Hold on, hold on. What did you, did you say NASA? NASA, NASA, what, what am I, what is it, how do you pronounce it? Well, I say NASA, Nat, and I thought that's Nas, how everyone else Nas, said it. Like, do I, do I say it more nasally? Is not, what's, what's wrong with NASA? Is, it, is that like to... NASA? NASA? It's like when people say, oh, tomato, tomato, except nobody says tomato. Okay, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Not NASA, NASA. <laughs> Same thing. Okay, so um, I looked on their website, and they were saying that um, it was discovered that this object wasn't even an asteroid. It was a piece of the Saturn V rocket that, that went off when they launched it. And it was it just went off into space. And I guess um, it just came back to Earth and it slung shot around Earth for six rotations. Great. And went, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. I have no idea how likely a scenario like that is, but we almost got smashed by a piece of a rocket that we sent off the space ourselves. Thanks, Casey. I really needed to know that. Uh, I'm looking at my notes, and I I forgot that I pulled in some stupid jokes on here. Oh, hold on. I want to ask you a question. So, yesterday? Day before? What's today? Today's the 7th. Okay, so on Friday night, I posted, you know, a few would-you-rather questions that I found on the internet, and there's one in particular that I hate. So I thought I should ask you. 
Are you ready for this? No. Go ahead. Great. Would you rather pull your own thumbnail off with a fork or put a toothpick under your big toe and kick a wall? Um, so I'm choosing between my thumbnail and my toenail. Yeah. So would you rather pull your own thumbnail off with a fork or put a toothpick under your big toe and kick a wall? I'm not sure which would be less painful. I would say my thumbnail. Fork to rip your nail off? Yeah, because I mean, I can go at my own pace, right? Whereas like if I'm kicking the wall, I don't know if I would kick it with enough force to rip my toenail off. See, okay, so I posted that. Um, We had 14 people vote. So three people said fork to the nail. This is like a saw question. Three people said (laughs) toothpick to the big toe. And eight people said, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good option. I'll pick that one. Why why didn't you tell me that was an option to begin with? I would have just gone with that. Well, because I want to know what you would have (laughs) done. Okay. Uh, Why did the mushroom go to the party? Why? Because he was a fun guy. You can leave. I will see myself off the cliff. What's blue and not heavy? Blue and not heavy. Blue and not heavy. I don't know. Light blue. Okay. Um, I'm just going to warn you, the rest of these are equally stupid. Great. Okay. What do sprinters eat before they race? See, I know these are supposed to be jokes, but like, I really want to figure out what the answer is. What it's is, like like a riddle. What yeah. do sprinters eat before they race? Yeah. I don't know. Nothing. They fast. Oh, my God. I saw a showing of the last Airbender movie. Um, as you know, that like, movie is pretty terrible. I was going to say the one from like 10 years ago. Yeah. The live action one. Yeah. That was absolutely terrible. Right. It was it was so bad that everyone walked out. And it was an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, did you know you could skydive without a parachute? You're going to want one if you want to go a second time, though. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Okay. Okay. No, I have one. If we're telling awful jokes. Okay. So there's one that I told dad in high school. And now for me and dad, this is still one of our favorite jokes. Although watch after this episode comes out, dad's going to talk to me in the kitchen. He's going to be like, Kaylee, I don't think that joke's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. What do a kangaroo and zucchini have in common. I don't know if this is one that I can guess. I just got. They both can't ride a bike. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you got any other notes? I got one more note before we start. The only notes I come with are my like notes for the episode. I just show up and I start talking. Oh, you're better at this than me. I need to get better at that whole improvising thing because I am I am a sack of lies. What a you what you hear lies. is a script. Uh, that that wasn't scripted. I'm just I, that's something that I can say. Well, you did post a very um, emotional Facebook post, and you're like, I've been wearing a mask for the last blank okay, years. Okay, so that's the thing. Like, I can I can think and I could write and I could be I guess more in depth, but I can't do that on the fly. I mean, I could do that sometimes if I know like what I want to talk about, but mm-hmm. for the most part. I, I feel like I'm a decent writer, but I'm I'm not a good speaker, if if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a good speaker at times. I have my moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just wanted to mention the review on my website, which I did not know. Oh, on your website? On our website. I'm sorry. I did not know that 
our website had the capabilities of reviews, but our dad left a review on the website. It's yeah. entertaining. I like the back and forth between the hosts. Stop cussing so I can play it for my students. Dad tells me the exact same thing at home. <laughs> um, I think this would be a good episode. If you're up for it, we can try to challenge ourselves to not cuss so that he can share this with his class. Well, okay. To be fair, you already said, that's interesting. And I said, and the third option to this poll is you. Oh, you know what? Just bleep it out. Just bleep it out. (laughs) Okay. I already messed that up. No, no, no. Just bleep it out. Dad, we're doing this for you. Okay. Oh, Chloe said she's going to hit us if we cuss. Okay. Should have brought the no stick. I will make my best effort from this point for the rest of the episode to insert silly words as a substitute. Like in the good place. Yeah. Fork. Shenanigans. Shirt balls. Asparagus. I mean, I was basing mine off of real words, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty close. Oh, right. Chloe actually got a stick to hit us with. Got anything else? I can't think of anything in particular. It's just been a long week and I'm exhausted. Yeah. Welcome to Hitchhiker's Guide to Horror, a means of informing you of the horrors in our world, whether real or up to speculation, be it monsters, murders, mysteries, aliens, the paranormal, or local legends. This podcast encompasses all things horror to be presented in a casual setting with the storytelling element. And that is the first time that I had the typo fixed. And I was going to say, said, we actually had the intro said correctly for the first time. Congratulations. So do you want to go first this time or do you want me to go first? It's my turn to go first. Yeah, you can, okay, you can go first. So I'm just going to get straight to the point with this episode. Um, and I'm just going to read you a newspaper article, okay? That sounds good. So this is from a newspaper article in 1950. It said, Officers studied footprints and fingerprints Monday in an effort to trace the assailant who raped and strangled a 13-year-old babysitter. The body of brown-haired Janet Chrisman, a high school student, was found early Sunday in a Columbia home where she was babysitting. Prosecuting attorney Carl Sapp said blood was smeared through the house, indicating the girl put up a terrific struggle. This is 1950s, you know, terrific. Footprints were found in a sleet-covered area near a broken window in the house. Police believe the intruder crawled through the window. The state highway patrol also is processing fingerprints found at the scene. An electric iron cord was twisted around the girl's throat. Oh, my God. Her scalp had been pierced several times by an instrument apparently similar to a small lead pipe. Police speculated on the possibility that the girl may have attempted to call police at the time of the incident. The dispatcher said, I urged her to calm down and just tell me where she was. Then there was silence. Not the sound of a receiver being hung up. Just silence. And that is the newspaper article. So this is a true crime story of Janet Chrisman. Janet Chrisman, yeah. uh, From Columbia, Missouri in 1950. And what had happened was someone had tried to break in. Well, I guess they didn't try. They did. And when Janet tried to call the police, she kept screaming for them to come quick. But police couldn't trace the call. So when the parents came home, they found Janet's body on the ground. And close to it, they also found the phone off the receiver. How old was Janet? 13. Now, thankfully, the three-year-old she was babysitting was fine. And he had somehow slept through this entire thing. But when the mom, Mrs. Romack, called to check on how things were going, she got a busy signal. And she didn't think anything of it. 
they got home and there was blood all over their house. And um, the murder was never solved. So this story, like I said, is true crime. And it's actually the source of an urban legend called The Babysitter and the Man Upstairs, which have you heard of it? Mm -mm. Well, there are a few popular stories based off this. Um, When a Stranger Calls is a movie from the 70s that's kind of based off of this. And there's a book called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which... Oh, I've, I've seen the movie. Yeah. I know, okay. I know it's based off like a book. But right. Yeah. I didn't... You know, I actually never saw the movie, um, but I did read the, the book in elementary good. school. I don't think it's that scary, but it's like definitely like creepy and it's worth watching. It's a pretty good movie. Well, see, even though you call me a scaredy cat and yeah, I'm I mean, not... You kind of are. I'm a big girl. <laughs> in elementary school, like they would have that book at the book fair. I loved that book. And there's a story in there called The Babysitter, and that's based off of this urban legend of the babysitter and the man upstairs. So the basic story of it goes like this, okay? A teenage girl is babysitting one evening while the kid's parents are out. The children have been put to sleep, and the babysitter is in the living room watching TV. The phone rings. She hears silence. She at first dismisses the call as just prank call, but she becomes scared later when the caller calls again and asks if she's checked on the children. When she asks who he is, he hangs up. And instead of checking on the kids, she just ignores the call. The stranger calls back several times and each time he gets angrier and angrier. Eventually, the girl calls the police who tell her if she can get the man on the line, they will trace the call. When he calls again, she gets him talking for a few minutes, hangs up, and the phone rings again, but it's the police. And they tell her that the call is coming from inside the house. And to get out as immediately as she can. That was a bird. Okay. So in some versions, as she runs, well, goes to run, she sees a man with a bloody axe coming down the stairs because he's just killed the children. In other versions, you know, kids are unharmed, but the man kills the babysitter. You get the idea. There is an intruder in the home while... There's someone babysitting. Well, didn't you say you have one to like the. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it up when you're finished with your story. And also, I, I kind of wish we were in video format sometimes because I'm like looking over at Chloe. She's like making faces as you're like telling the story. She's like, oh, <laughs> her expressions. <laughs> I told Chloe the scary stories to tell in the dark, you know, the babysitter one when uh-huh. we were at home. And Chloe, Chloe, come here, talk in the mic. Tell them, tell the people how you say no. Come here. Nar. <laughs> Nar. <laughs> I don't that's do like half pirate, half uh, beach bum. <laughs> no, that's probably British. She goes, Nar. <laughs> Is that a British thing? British? Australian? I don't know. Please don't come for me. But Chloe did that and she was sitting there and she kept saying, Nar, Nar. Nah, bruh. I feel like this is scarier to Chloe than it is to me because Chloe is 13 and like is the babysitting I'm age. Chloe said, I'm a big girl. <laughs> um, so stupid. Okay. Anyway, so the story that I originally heard, the kids and the babysitter get out. So it just depends on the legend that you hear. But I want to tell you the version that I heard first. So a girl was babysitting. She put the kids to bed and she walks by, you know, the home office and it has like these clear French doors and she sees this life-size doll and she thinks, well, that's creepy. Um, but then goes back stairs, goes back downstairs to the living room. She's hanging out in the living room 
And then she hears a noise upstairs. So she goes upstairs to check on the kids. She passes by the office and the doll is in a different spot. So <laughs> checks on the kids. They're both asleep. So she calls the parents and she's like, can I move the creepy doll, please? And the parents said, our kids don't have a doll like that. So she gets the kids out of bed. She calls the police. The police come. And this doll, this life-size doll, was a little person who was living in the attic. And so what would happen was at nighttime, after everyone goes to sleep, he would come creep out of the attic go down to the kitchen to get, you know, food and water. And so he thought it was quiet because the kids were asleep. He thought everyone was in bed. And when he came down, the babysitter walked by. So he froze. She goes by, she goes back down. So he thought he could move again. She comes back up. That's why he was in a different spot. Can you imagine d- discovering something like that? I'm I'm like stuck on that. I would pee that, my pants. Stuck on that fact alone. She walks up and she sees a doll, calls the parents. We don't have a doll. What? That's... That's not a doll. You should get out of that house. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it is. It really is. Hmm. What would I do in that situation? Pee. That's what I would do. You grab the kids and get out of the house. (laughs) Grab the kids, get out of the house. So there's just the whole urban legend. And you can find a ton of these stories online. It's kind of like, you know how everyone has their story of the lady in white, you know? Everyone also has their story of the babysitter and the intruder. And I mean... Sometimes these are real. People have like genuine stories of people breaking into their homes or into a home while they're babysitting. Yeah. So um, that was reminding me of, um, I think I was watching like a chills video on YouTube and he, he pulled it from Reddit. But um, there was a person that talked about a story of a baby, babysitter who uh, heard a noise coming down from the basement of the house that she was at. And she erred on the side of caution, which was absolutely the right decision in this case. Because um, when she was on phone, the phone with 911, she said, hey, um, I'm hearing something weird in my basement. It's probably nothing. But uh, could you send a couple officers over to check it out? Because I'm kind of scared of it. And they're like, okay, sure. But then after she hung up, it was within like two or three minutes. And there were already cops at the door. And they explained to her. She was like, hey, white why are you guys here so fast? And then they're like, after you hung up, there was a second click Mm-mm. of someone else hanging up on the phone. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And no, no. sure enough, they went into the basement and they arrested a guy that was hanging out down there. He had several charges against him, several felonies against him. He was, a, they were really looking out for this guy. He was a serial rapist mm. and it was a good thing that she called 911. I don't like that. Yeah, she saved herself with her caution right there. That was... Yeah, no, that's awful. Yeah. See, okay. But on the other hand here, so for just last night, literally last night, um, I had a couple of friends from Fresno who came down to come visit me. And we went to Target because, you know, there's nothing else to do in Merced. And then I asked if they wanted to see, you know, this house, the new house. And they said, sure, you know. And so as we were driving by, there were lights on in the house and the gate was open. So I called dad and was like, hey, you know, I don't know if Marina's brother who was working on the house, I don't know if he left it open and did this, but just letting you know, this is happening. Yeah, I know there were a couple of occasions where you called me. I had no problem coming by because I know there's like a couple of weird people that like pass through every now and then. Yeah. Well, what was funny, right, is my friends who came like the guy, Mason, right? It was Mason and Sarah. And Mason is from Clovis, 
which for those of you who are not from California or not from the Central Valley, Clovis is like stereotypically like the rich white town of, you know, it's like right next to Fresno. It's like the higher middle class area. Right. Yeah. So Mason and Sarah are with me in the car. And I'm like, mm, I'm just going to call my dad really quick. So I called him. I told him what was up. Mason and Sarah are clearly, you know, like kind of freaked out. And I was like, ah, oh, you guys are fine. And um, there was a truck in the middle of the road and I'm trying to turn left and he's sitting in the middle of the road. So I had to go around him and kind of cut into Nancy's yard. And then the truck makes a three point turn and starts following me around the neighborhood. I'm not joking. So I lose him and I call dad. I'm like, hey, I'm just letting you know, like like a pickup truck or like- a red pickup truck. Yes. Okay. So dad's like, okay, I'm almost there, you know, just sit tight. And I'm so I'm just driving around the neighborhood and I lost this truck. I, I kind of swooped around a corner and sat and waited. And I watched him go up to the block one next to me. And instead of turning, instead of turning left towards me, I saw him turn right. And then I watched where he went. Anyway, um, well, all while my friends are in the car and I'm not really freaked out because I'm just kind of like, meh, you know, another day in Merced. But dad shows up. Dad has a machete. Dad has a machete? Dad had a machete. And and Dad's like, I'm watching him walk around and I didn't see it at first. And I was like, oh, dang. Like, if Dad sees someone, is he just going to... Some Dexter-level justice. uh, Yeah, I was like, is Dad just going to, like, punch him and go at him? Like, what's going to happen? And I see Dad walking around the yard and I'm like, what's in his hand? And I look and it's a friggin' machete that Dad is carrying around. And my friends are in the backseat and they're like, oh, and I was like, no, I swear you guys are fine. I swear you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a machete. Don't worry about it. It's just a machete. It's fine. <laughs> See, I don't think, I don't think Mason listens to this. So it's okay for me to be saying this. He was definitely, and then afterwards, after dad came and walked around the house with his machete and then, like, <laughs> and then came back to the car and we were talking about it and, you know, backed out of the driveway and was leaving. Mason was like, he kept asking Sarah. He was like, "Are yeah, like, you okay?" The police before all this happened, he's like, "There's a maniac going around." And my and they're like, "Dad's going around, like looking around, trying to protect you from the maniac." The police come up. There's a dude with a machete, <laughs> <laughs> and then they arrest the wrong guy. They're like, oh no, 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 no Mason, this is my house. <laughs> Mason was like, "Wouldn't you just rather call the police?" And I was like, "No, my dad's got it. Like, it's, fine. it's fine." Um, but afterward, we were leaving, and he kept asking Sarah. He was like, "Are you okay?" And she said, "Yeah." And he's like. Okay, but are you okay? And I looked at him and I said, are you okay? We're fine. It's like, like hand on your shoulder. Are you okay? <laughs> I was like, this is fine. He was a little rattled. We, he, he was like, hey, can I get my water bottle out of your car? This is when we were at dad's house. And I said, yeah, sure. And I gave him the keys and opened the door and immediately you could hear gunshots in the distance. And he, he no, said- no, no, that's normal. He, that happens every yeah, now Yeah, he then. was like, those, those are fireworks, right? And I said, whatever you want to believe, yes. pal. Yes. Those are fireworks. I just thought that was so funny. Like, <laughs> definitely from a different world than here. Okay. I have one last story to tell you. Yeah. In okay. relation to this. Which, by the way, if I could put all of this under one overarching topic. Home it, invasions? Babysitting is scary. Babysitting is scary. Babysitting is scary. Okay, let's crack into it. All right. This is from... A Reddit user, Killer Orange Cat. I took notes from it. I'm not reading you the entire thing. I'm just, I really appreciate a lot of these Reddit uh, Reddit usernames. I do Killer too. Orange Cat. That's 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 unique. I have a front butt. I have a front butt. Oh yeah, and then uh, another Reddit user who is actually like 
a brand new Reddit user. They they started one up just to send us in the story, even though he, he probably could have just emailed us, but um, you know what? No, Orphan thank Stomper four twenty sixty nine. Yeah. Orphan Stomper. Oh, I have a front butt responded to his story too. Four twenty sixty nine. That's a really cool story. <laughs> An Orphan Stomper four twenty sixty nine responded to. I have a front butt. Thank you. Hey, um, front butt and Orphan Stomper. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Hitchhiker's Guide to Horror. I'll follow you back. Okay, story time. Listen. Okay, there's this person. He would babysit for a family that lived, you know, kind of out of town, but it's like in Merced, you know, living out in the, like the big houses kind of out in the cuts a little bit. So big house, big yard, ton of trees, beautiful space. The person said it was peaceful and very serene. So they had been babysitting for this family for a couple of years already. And the family had two kids, a boy and a girl. And it was just typical night, you know, they ordered pizza watch TV, went to bed. So around 11 p.m., the babysitter heard some walking around upstairs, which they thought was kind of weird because the kids don't normally get up. So they listened for a little bit and just heard some footsteps for a couple moments, and then it was quiet. So didn't think anything of it. You know, maybe one of the kids got up, maybe to get something, went back to bed. Maybe it was just a random ghost. And like, stop, stop. Okay, I'm going to disappear now. Honestly, I would rather that be it. Then what's going to happen? Okay. I got a story for you. So, heard the footsteps, didn't think anything of it. Okay, whatever, footsteps stopped. Um, a few minutes later, heard more footsteps, and the little girl comes running down the stairs to the living room, and she is visibly upset because she said that some man looked into her room from the hallway. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like this. Okay. I would be more than visibly I upset. I would be freaked out. If I was, yeah, I would. Genuinely, if someone was standing in the hallway looking at me, I don't think I would have had the courage to get up out of bed and run down the hall. I would have just screamed. Yeah. I was just like. <laughs> I wish yeah, that, 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 that would be better for face. Yeah, that would be better for like video <laughs> format. Uh, you kind of had some heavy I, breathing I there, how though. I to do that at some point because that would, that would be perfect for some of these stories. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Duh. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you remember a few years ago when I got that picture of Keith and he looked exactly like Bobby Hill and I put it as a side by side and sent it in the group chat? <laughs> <laughs> Keith's our uh, brother, just for the our younger brother. When Keith was a little. Well, he's like super fit right now because he's in the Marine Corps. He's not little anymore. He's drinking water bottles. <laughs> but when Keith was a, a bigger boy, he used to look like Bobby Hill, which what a shame to grow out of. I'm going to get back to the story now. Okay. Okay. So the babysitter and the girl stop and listens. Don't hear anything. So the b- babysitter thought that she had a bad dream. But to comfort her, he says, I'll go check around the house. He does nothing. The girl's too scared to go back to her room. So the babysitter says, you know, it's fine. You can lay on the couch next to me. So they're sitting in the living room. And a few minutes later, they hear a loud blood curling scream coming from outside. And then the boy runs down the stairs and he's scared. And he sits on the couch with his sister and the babysitter says, okay, I'm going to go check. Um, this is, you know, I keep saying they, but then I slipped up and I said he. But honestly, only a guy would do this. 
So the babysitter then goes outside to check out the screaming. They turn the porch lights on, walked around the side of the porch, he's looking out at the trees, and then he heard a similar scream, but it was coming from the left side of the house. And you have to remember, these people live out of town. So the babysitter stops and he's thinking about whether he should go towards the scream and see what's going on or go back inside. But then he hears another scream. So then runs back inside, locks the door, tells the kids to call 911. So the babysitter grabs a knife and goes to check all the rooms to make sure the entire house was secure. There was no one in there. The first room he goes into is the parents' room, and the window was wide open, and the screen was ripped off. Uh, Okay, continue. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So, looks around the parents' room. Nobody's in there. Shuts the window, runs runs back downstairs to the kids, and they're all hiding in the living room, waiting for the cops to show up. Okay, here's the story is like really good up until this point because there's not really closure. Okay, here's the end of this story. The police show up. They didn't find anything, but the user writes, I know there was someone in the house. And that's the end. That's it? That's it. No one was caught? There's no explanation for the screaming. There's no, like, nobody was caught. That's just, that's it. That's the cop the story. just showed up. He's like, hey, everything is cool. Yep, you guys are good. Go to sleep. Yeah. End the story. That's what happens. All right, Chloe, you're going to come here and sit at the mic and talk with Kaylee while I go pee. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Kaylee. <laughs> no, no, to say. Do you want to know what's really funny? I'm not asking you. I'm asking the audience. Give them a chance to respond. Okay, they responded. No, you didn't give them enough time. Wait. They responded. No, wait. They responded. You want to know what's really funny? Chloe doesn't like British people. That's a joke. That's a joke. No. Is it? It is a joke. I just like to make fun of them. (laughs) Do you want to know what's... This is satire. (laughs) See, Chloe's 13, so she knows what satire is now. She went in an English class, guys. You know what? I need to zip it up, sister, because you're annoying. You showed me with that one. You know, Kayla likes to bully me by using a bunch of big words because... She thinks she's scary when she does. Oh, oh, I should pull up our text from that. Hold on. She was, she's actually so rude. Um, Chloe's actually ugly. So Kaylee's actually like <laughs> a very hittable person. Like if you saw her, you'd go, yeah, I'm going to punch her in the face. Okay. Here's what happened. Okay. Two weeks ago, I texted Chloe a picture of my oatmeal and it was like, it had strawberries on top of it. It was so ugly. No, it wasn't. It was very good looking oatmeal. If you saw it, you'd say that is ugly. You know what? Why don't I put it on Instagram and we'll see what people think. They'll say it's ugly. No. Okay. So I said, are you jealous? No, I'm still talking to Chloe. You're going to wait. Okay. I said, are you jealous of how cute my oatmeal is? And she said, I'm just going to have you read it. What did you say? I said, no, it's ugly. And then I said, don't lie. What do I call it? Chocolate covered strawberry oats. Hater. Okay, then what did you say? I said I'm Don't a Don't you have your own phone to read this from? I, my phone's on the chair over there. Casey, can you get it? Pulse. What? Can you get, can you get Chloe's phone, please? It's on the please. chair. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me to get Chloe a beer, and that's not good. Chloe's that's not appropriate. Give me a beer. Give that's me a beer. I'm turning 14 in two days. Give me a beer. Chloe, you, you do beer, know Dad's going to listen to this, right? You're only Dad, uh, Chloe asked me for Chloe. a cigarette. No, I didn't. <laughs> there aren't any cigarettes here. Okay. Chloe said, I'm a proud hater. And then here's where this is all coming from. 
Okay. I said, no, you're an inauspicious one. And then I said, bet you don't know what that word is, little baby. Dude, I don't know what that word is. <laughs> Chloe, what'd you say next? I said, you're pulling your high vocabulary on me because you know I'm right about your ugly oatmeal. And I said, you are a feeble, <laughs> abhorrent, and rather monotonous human being. Only so proves there. my point. And then I said, I bet you're Googling what those words mean right now. I said, no, I'm Man, not. if my phone wasn't a $100 piece of shenanigans, I, I would be Googling it right now. Because I don't know any of these words. Chloe literally said, shiver me timbers, such scary words. <laughs> <laughs> I said, too bad you can't Photoshop your personality. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went on Urban Dictionary and I looked up the word Chloe, except I like I um went over a bunch of words so that the definition only read a tall, skinny man. He there to party, regretful, never outgoing and smart. Wow, look at Chloe. <laughs> That's me. Anyways, um, Chloe has a bad attitude and she, prob- she probably should go on Beyond Scared Straight. You know, Kaylee needs like an attitude check, I think. Chloe like, doesn't know she's American. She needs to get herself like checked out. Like Chloe says, nar. I say, nar. See, she says it better than me. Because, nar. Man, I'm not even sure how much of this I'm going to be editing. I'm just going to leave it in as is. Chloe said, shiver me timbers. Shiver me timbers. Oh, and the other night, Kobe and I were messing around, right? And she fell on the couch and she goes, me butt. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Kaylee like speaking like a British accent to each other. Like half the time. She also calls her toes her grippers. (laughs) (laughs) They are grippers. But she calls them. They're like a monkey. (laughs) Chloe goes, me grippers. (laughs) Me grippers. Oh my God. Casey, it's my turn to go pee. You talk to Chloe now. Okay. Casey's going to be like, so how's school? All right. So I am sitting at Kaylee's mic. So how's school? <laughs> I haven't started it yet. Oh, so going well, I would say, because you're not failing anything, right? No. Yeah. It's all, it's all that matters, Pretty right? Pretty good. Cool. So you're not grounded? No. That's good. But you, you should probably stop asking for beer because you can't have beer, Chloe. You're I too guess, young for that. I guess I'll wait. So you, you got to stop asking us for beer. All right. Also, you got to stop asking for cigarettes. I don't even smoke, Chloe. I don't ask for I, cigarettes. You got to stop asking for cigarettes. <laughs> Animal Crossing. That's a game you play, I think. Sometimes. I was like really onto that game for a while. I played it for like an entire year and then I just like stopped. Yeah, I was playing it for like several months straight and then I stopped for like two months because I was set on making my island like really cute and then I gave up. <laughs> That's also kind of how I am whenever like a new Pokemon game comes out. Uh, I'm excited for um, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Um, I thought, I don't know if you saw like the videos for that, but I thought it was kind of weird. The legendaries in that game, they were like motorcycles. <laughs> look weird. Like there were beasts and then they had like wheels pop out of their bodies and then the trainers were like riding them around like motorcycles. <laughs> Motorcycle that was Pokemon. so weird. <laughs> what what classes you taking? You know yet? I do. I got my schedule like two days ago. I'll actually pull it up right now. You're taking any art arts classes? Yeah, I'm taking art and design. Art and design? What are you going to be art and designing? Um, you're going to be arting and designing. I'm just going to be arting and designing. <laughs> I don't really know. Are you a good arting or? I am a good arting. <laughs> okay. Are you a good designing or? I think I'd be a good design. <laughs> what kind of designs do they design? Pretty cool designs. <laughs> Pretty cool. Okay. Pretty cool. 
I've been thinking of, of picking up some horror video games. I think it would be a pretty good inspiration to oh, yeah. storytelling. That would be fun, actually. Or like horror shows. There's one I started up on Netflix called uh, Haunted or Haunting. It's either called Haunted or Haunting. And those are like based off of real real stories. Um, they have people coming in and telling stories. I you do. should watch that. I don't know if you watch horror stuff. I like horror stuff. I you like horror stuff? I do. Do you have Do you have access to a Netflix account? I do. You should watch Haunted or Haunting. I'll start it soon. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready for you to spook me. Alrighty. Um, while I was talking with Chloe, I just remembered actually. Um, so last night I went to go see Black Phone. Black Phone. Uh, it, was, it was a horror movie that's out in theaters oh, right well, now. Well, that's why I have paid no attention to it. Okay. Okay. So I went out right, and I ate some sushi, and I went to the parking lot near the movie theater, and I played around on my phone, and I looked at my watch. The movie started 20 minutes ago. And so I decided not to watch it yesterday. <laughs> did you Did you go by yourself? Did you take yourself on a date? I mean, no one, there's no one that would really want to see a horror movie with me. It's called self-care, ladies. I got to do something on my own every once in a while. But there's no one that I knew that wanted to see a horror movie with me. Well, um, you could have asked me. I would have gone. I just really would have been scared. Okay. I, <laughs> I didn't think you liked horror movies. I don't. Okay. But I, <laughs> but I would have gone. I'll, I'll bear in mind for the future. But uh, I'm still still looking to see Black Phone, so. I think Chloe should go with Chloe actually likes horror movies. Yeah, that's what she was saying. I was, yeah, we, we should all go see it. Did you know? Okay, so when I was a kid, like, The Grudge was the scariest movie I've ever seen in her, in my entire life. And I was showing Chloe the scene from when, you know, it's like the end climax scene and Meow. The Grudge is, like, coming down the stairs and, you know, she's doing her, like, ah thing and like crawling down the stairs towards you know sarah michelle geller and i showed chloe this and chloe's like totally unfazed and i'm looking at it i'm like well i guess this movie was made almost 20 years ago like it's it doesn't look as scary it's like what is this a horror movie for fairies yeah <laughs> chloe just i sat know some fairies scarier than this yeah, chloe, <laughs> chloe just sat there staring at it and she's like okay all right fine Chloe, what horror movie do you think is scary? Midsommar. I hate Midsommar. Oh my gosh. Her Hereditary. I actually, I didn't see that. Midsommar. I don't know if I told you this, but we I... We should see Hereditary together. I, that would, that's a movie. Okay, so don't watch it alone because you'll have nightmares forever. Oh, good. Because a movie is super weird in a horrific way. Should we record ourselves while we watch it to get my reaction? Actually, that would be a good thing to start for this uh, podcast, doing a Let's Watch series, like a, like a Beavis and Butthead style commentary. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, okay, I want to tell you my midsummer story, okay? Oh, wait, hold on, Chloe, do you want to answer what you think the scariest movie is that you've ever seen? Say it. it might. I, get closer. I've watched a lot of horror movies. Get closer. I'm gonna need to be quiet. Right. I've watched a lot of horror movies, but there's this one horror series I watched on Netflix. It was like I think it's called Marianne. I did not like that series. It's kind of freaky. Marianne on Netflix? Yeah, I think so. I'll look it up. It's pretty good. Okay, now let me tell you a little something about Midsommar. Okay, I thought I was brave because I wanted to go see a horror movie. And this was like when Chris and I first started dating. And he came up to Fresno from LA to visit me. And I was like, let's go watch a movie together. So we went to go see Midsommar. And I had no idea what this movie was actually about. Okay? We watch it. And it was so traumatizing to see. And after the movie, I just sat there. I could not speak. I was so like, oh my gosh, what did I just watch? 
Yeah, um, maybe you shouldn't watch Hereditary then. Casey, I was afraid of Sweden for a few months. Chloe, did you watch Hereditary? And then Chris's family took a trip to Sweden and Norway right after we watched that movie. Did they go to a festival out there? He sent me a picture of a maypole and I was like, get out of here. I don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) And still like seeing maypoles or like triangle shaped buildings to this day triggered. I'm done. Goodbye. I'm going to go ahead and start my story. Okay. And by my story, I mean a submitted story because this story was submitted by username Orphan Stomper 42069. (laughs) Thanks, Orphan Stomper 42069. Who also told us his name is Jake. He is a new Redditor and he was very creative with his names. But yeah, thank you for your submission. Uh, We're going to go through it right now. Do you think that he wants to be called Orphan Stomper or Jake? Because I kind of like Orphan Stomper. I, I like Orphan Stomper. Let's just call him Orphan Stomper. Cool, we'll do that. All right. So um, I'm going to read the whole thing, including his um, kind of his short introduction. So Orphan Stomper says, I don't really use Reddit or Instagram. My name is Jake. Came across your podcast on Spotify and wanted to say, I really hope it keeps going. There doesn't seem to be much of a community yet, but I just wanted to wanted you guys to know that as long as new episodes come out, I'll be listening. Cool. Not that it may mean much, but just wanted to be sure you knew it I enjoyed your podcast. Lot. It does mean a lot. I actually really appreciate that comment. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should add elevator music before right now. Is it recording? We're on. Okay. What's elevator music? I was thinking of uh, that scene from Nacho Libre where yeah! he picks up the cello and he's like pretending to sing along with the mariachis. Is that when he goes, I am a singer? Oh, was it right after that? Yeah. Ramsey's was all like, I want to hear from you. Okay. I am a singing. It's, it's my, my turn, turn to sing, sing at the party. party. <laughs> All right. Username <laughs> Orphan Stomper four twenty sixty nine. We have wait. I'm says, sorry. I just want the people to. Know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want the people to know we had a technical difficulty. Casey hit technical pause. difficulties. Follow us on Instagram at Hitchhiker's Guide <laughs> to Horror. Okay. I'm sorry. Continuing I won't on. In- I won't interrupt you anymore. Okay. Go <laughs> no, ahead. You're, you're good. You're good. You're good. So, <laughs> username Orphan Stomper four twenty sixty nine says whatever the case. Here I am. And I have a story. You have permission to use it if you decide to. And we will. Thanks, Orphan Stomper. Thank you. So, I don't expect anyone to believe me, but uh, I've always been able to see and hear things that I believe I wasn't meant to see or hear. I believe you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking for Orphan Stomper. <laughs> okay. When I was about 15, around 2001, my parents and I moved to a two-story house in San Diego. Moving in was a pain in the butt, Getting used to the house was even worse because I fully believe that it was haunted. I've gotten used to the little things that happened. Very minor poltergeist activity. Cabinets opening and shutting, a fork or cup falling off the counter, odd knocking and sounds and footsteps being heard very randomly all throughout the day. Every once in a while, a light would turn on on its own, which disturbed me more for some reason. My parents heard the sounds. I acknowledged that some things moved, but always blamed it on a draft or a small animal. Yeah, the house is creaking. The bones of the house. Just the wind. Don't worry about it. They didn't believe in the paranormal, and they didn't want me starting up on my nonsense. Why are literally all parents like that? And then when you become an adult, they're like, oh, yeah. But whatever the case, that wasn't the worst of it. I woke up around 2.30 to 4 every morning 
to a faint child's laughter. I don't like that. From inside the house. Nope. I made sure all the doors are locked, and then I turn on all the lights before going to sleep, because obviously he's very creeped out. So he's turning on the lights. That's what I would do, too. The ghost can't get you if the lights are on. That's common sense. Yeah. My parents never believed me about the child laughter and voices early in the morning and told me to stop turning on the lights every night. So I did my best to ignore it, and I kept a lamp on in my room at night. It didn't stop the laughter from waking me up, and I wasn't sure I ever really got used to that. I made a friend at my new school named Matt, and he was into this kind of stuff, paranormal. I've hung around Matt and his little brother Mike for about a month before I invited them over to play games one day. And we decided to get a Ouija board. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, you already know where this story is going. Nope. So, yeah, his parents brought him to a Walmart or something to his get one. parents brought him to get one? Yeah. What? I mean, the Ouija board at Walmart is probably like five bucks. You shouldn't have one in the first place. So, oh my, his okay. parents brought him to a Walmart and or some, where somewhere. Where else would you buy a Ouija board? Somewhere where they would get one. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple places. Did you know that on Ouija boards, it says that it's recommended for children eight and up? So you have to be 21 to drink, but eight to summon the devil. Have you thought about that? You got to be 21 or older <laughs> to drink. You need to be 18 or older to shoot and kill a guy in the military. <laughs> but you only need to be eight years old to summon the devil. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> yeah, they got they got the Ouija board, oh, and no. they they came over to my house on a Friday night, and Orphan Stomper says this himself. You see where this is going. Anyways, we played Nintendo sixty four. So this is remember this was back in two thousand one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so for a couple hours, and then before his parents went upstairs to go to bed around nine thirty. Okay. We decided to whip out the Ouija board and try to have some fun with it. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah, we turned off the lights. Oh, they already have it. Like, no, I don't let it go to waste. Yeah, I want to summon Satan. Yeah, we, t- <laughs> we turned off the lights, lit the only candle that we had from the kitchen counter. It was scented. I'm sure it was like Bath and Body Works, like Japanese cherry blossom. It was, it was scented. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla. We were on the living room floor with dim lighting from the candle and from the stove light in the kitchen, as well as a hallway light from upstairs that went around the corner. We sat around the board and knew right off the bat that we didn't want to play by the rules. Oh, that's like the one rule is you have to follow the rules. There's like some old horror movie that I saw where I I don't remember what the context was, but they were like, let's dance on these graves. And then they winded up like causing a zombie apocalypse from doing that. Yeah. I don't remember what movie this was. It was like old school, like stupid horror movie. That's directly what's going to happen from this. So we called out to the spirits in my house and almost immediately... There was a flicker of what little lighting there was and a sheer cold uh, enveloped all around us. I remember very vividly what Matt said. We're not looking to harm you and we won't allow you to harm us. We expect you to fully reveal yourself to us. I felt the hairs rise up on the back of my head and a woman's disembodied voice responded. Come back in a few hours, please. So this is, this is what Jake is hearing. He's hearing a woman say, please come back in a few hours. Okay. No. Jake opens his eyes. As I'm going to read this back in first person. Okay. I opened my eyes and was about to blurt out to Matt and Mike if they heard the voice. But stopped myself when I saw the expressions on their face. I'm, I'm guessing you heard that voice. Matt sounded scared and was stuttering as we responded. Jake, 
Dude, I thought you were having a seizure. What do you mean? I responded. Matt explained to me that my eyes were flickering and I seemed unresponsive oh. to everything as I sat there. Mm, nope. So Jake, so I'm cutting out of the story. Jake was falling into a trance. Love that for him. Yeah. Back Good for the, you, bestie. Back into the story. Apparently this had been going on for a few minutes, but it felt like an instant between Matt speaking and me hearing the woman's disembodied voice. Okay. He thought I was possibly getting possessed, but I think it must have been some kind of trance. I told him about the voice, though. I think it's the children I hear every morning that this woman was telling me about. She wants us to come back in a few hours. You guys want to hold this off until about two? I said. Matt was excited, though. Hold on. Let's try to talk to this woman first. Spirit, what's your name? Yeah. <laughs> Matt was Matt was all into it. He's all Zach Bagans on, up in this. He really um, is. This He's like, show yourself. Yeah. <laughs> We were barely touching the planchet on the Ouija board, and I felt heat around my hands like I was holding it up against a campfire. Oh. We followed it, and it spelled M-I. Matt and Mike Me? said, Matt and Mike said they feel the heat too. Mike suggested we try to see if the planchet would move on its own, and we collectively agreed to let go of it. That's um okay. Nope. Matt continued, Spirit, we grant you permission. There's so many things that are being yeah, broken they're, they're, right now. Yeah, they're breaking now. all the rules here. So, spirits, we grant you permission. Use our energy and use this planchet to spell your name. I'm going to swing. Yeah. If we're in a horror movie, they, they're all dead already. They're dead. <laughs> they died. Thanks for the story, so, though. For a few seconds, there is nothing. Then it looks like the planchet may have nudged. Oh, my goodness. So, planchet, it moved. We were getting super excited, and we wish we had a video camera. That's fairly realistic for teenagers. I decided to chime in. Spirit, I welcome you inside my home. Use this board as you please. No, 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 no. Then there was a loud bang from the ceiling. Another bang came from somewhere in the living room floor. The candle blew out and Mike pulled out a flashlight. Mm -mm. We looked at the planchette and it began to bounce off the board. So the planchette bounced up. Landed on M. It bounced up again. Landed on I. I'd be like, Mom. It continued the bounce. The planchet kept moving. M. I. M. I. M. I. Just kept going. It stopped bouncing at this point. It was just very rapidly shifting. M. I. M. I. M. I. M. I. It said, me, 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 me. I shouted, stop. Matt followed up. Your name is Mimi, right? We were all shaking and realizing we were more terrified than excited at this point. The planchet seemed to flicker in place. I touched it with my finger, and then it slid over to yes. No. I got extremely tired, and I laid back. And then I heard the woman's voice again. My children will come to you at 3.33. Mm-mm. You have to give them permission to play. Nope. I don't want them to play. They can go home. Jake, get up, Matt said. Your parents heard the noise. They told us to keep it down. <laughs> so the parents woke up. They're like, what are you kids doing? <laughs> Sorry, mom. That's what he's actually saying. I'm not, okay. I'm not just being sarcastic. Okay. So he, he yelled out, apologized to his mom. I told Matt what I heard and asked what he thought. So the 333 thing. Okay. So Matt says, I don't know. It's your house. It's up to you. Mike was not on board for the experiment. So Matt was, Mike was not. I said, let's put a pin on it. Let's play games for a couple hours. So they went back to playing Mario Party. This is old school. 
three rolled around, and we decided to whip out the Ouija board again. Oh, my gosh. We were calling out, and nothing else really happened for the rest of the night. So th- that was it. Not even the laughter that I'm used to hearing. 4.30 came around. And we were tired. And we finally decided to go to sleep. Is it because he didn't say they could play? I'm not sure what happened, but from what I understand, they tried to reach out and nothing else happened for the rest of the night from there. Okay, Which weird. that's, I, that's I, no, I think it's still fairly realistic because, you know, it, it either happens or it doesn't. Sometimes it just doesn't. That's just how it is sometimes. Remember, this is, this is a story that someone's telling. This is a personal experience. So, like, I think it's realistic for something to just not happen. So, um, Matt and Mike, they left the Ouija board at my house until their next visit the following weekend. But after that night, things got a little weirder. Over random times of the day, I would see a light orb pass through the house. On one occasion, I followed an orb before it disappeared near the kitchen table. And I knocked over a glass that had been sitting that had been sitting on it? Sitting on the, the kitchen table. Ca- knocked over a glass that had been sitting on the kitchen table. I asked my parents if they still feel like there is nothing weird with the house. My mom still wasn't up for it, but my dad admitted he's heard a child's laugh on a couple occasions early in the morning. So the dad is hearing what Jake is hearing. He's, he's experiencing a little bit of what Jake's experiencing, the child's laughter early in the morning. Mm-hmm. The dad is familiar with it. Okay. So the Ouija board was sitting up in my closet this whole time, and there is a mirror on my closet door, which always kind of creeps me out. That Thursday, I woke up to the child's laughter at 3.13. I woke up, I looked around. My light was already on at this point. I got up and I eyed the closet, and I noticed a very faint light near the closet door. I walked a little closer, and the light moved. I don't like that. I realized that light was the figure of a short person, maybe a child, standing near the closet. It's like baiting him out. The proper reaction here, because this is what I would do. So Hide under the covers. No, Orphan Stomper <laughs> says, I freaked out and screamed at the top of my lungs. The light disappeared, and the closet door slammed open. My clothes started to shuffle out of the closet. Uh, and all the items on the shelf were thrown onto the ground. Remember, this is where he kept the Ouija board. Oh. Yeah. So his clothes were moving around and all the items on top of the shelf in the closet, they're getting thrown out. And the Ouija board landed perfectly in the middle of the room and opened up. Nope. nope, nope I nope, immediately nope, 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 nope. kicked nope. the board back at the closet. After that, my dad ran over to my room in a t-shirt and boxers with a baseball bat. That's a proper that's, reaction. That's pretty, pretty reasonable. He shouted, what's going on? I didn't know what to tell him, so I told him the truth. I didn't know if I expected him to believe me, but he did. He heard the child's laughter and heard my screaming following that and immediately felt something was wrong. So he woke up to the child's laughter right before he heard his son, Jake, screaming in his bedroom. Nope. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't like this place. So Jake's dad says, was it Mimi? (gasps) Yeah. The dad asked that? The dad asked, was it Mimi? Oh, So Jake says, going back to the first person view, because this is how he's written it. I was honestly surprised he asked this, but I guess he heard what we were up to that last weekend. I told him I wasn't sure. And I think maybe it was her children. He told me he knew about the Ouija board and that he'll get some stuff to burn it in the backyard and that he was looking into getting the grill anyways. Wasn't he the one who bought it? No, 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 no. Matt and Mike's parents bought it. Oh, yeah. So the dad, from what he thinks and from what I, I think is reasonable, he overheard the kids playing in the living room with a Ouija board the other night. And, I would have cut that shiitake so, right off right there. And yeah, that's what he's saying. He wants to burn the board. He says, 
I'm going to burn this board. I've been looking into getting a grill anyways, so. Burns. The following day, I told Matt about it at school. He was supposed to be coming over that night because remember, they're, they're, they're coming over the next weekend. It's Friday night now. Mm-hmm. He said, it's probably for the best for that board to get burned. But if it's not burned yet, no, maybe no, no, no. maybe Mike and I can come over and play around with it for one more time, you know? Matt, <laughs> you stupid idiot. And it was probably a stupid idea, but we were kind of excited mm. to mess with the board again. It was a stupid idea. I'm just going to confirm that for you so in the case night you were confused. Came, so the night came. Matt and Mike... We're at my house again. My dad had a work meeting and my mom was out at her friend's house. So the kids have the house to themselves. Mike brought a lighter and some super flammable hairspray in case we wanted to burn it early. I think that Mike might have been a bit of a pyro. Maybe. It was about 7.30 when we opened up the board. I immediately felt really drained and I felt this weird sensation that everyone was extremely angry for no reason. I heard a few things drop off from the walls. Was that an earthquake? Matt said no. And that stuff was just getting thrown around. And then a glass fell off the counter and shattered on the floor. I was feeling very irritated and I went to go clean it up. Mike said, we haven't even done anything yet and this is already feeling really weird. Let's just burn the board. Matt had brought over a video camera this time. I should have turned this on already. Hold on. Let me try to record something before we burn it. He started recording, but noted that his camera had a fully charged battery um, before he showed up, but it was already less than half charged. So we gathered around the board and we invited the spirits for a conversation. Mike and I moved the planchet while Matt recorded. The planchet had begun to quiver already and we already had a message. W H Y A L R-E-A-D-Y-H-E-R-E. They're asking the spirits... Why are you all here? No. So they're asking the spirits to come in for a conversation. Why? Already here. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You just kept saying letters and I got the why part and then I got the here part. So I I decided to put those (laughs) together. So why? Already here. That's what they spelled out. That just feels so much worse. First question that came up. Is this Mimi? The candle went out again, just like last time, and the room got extremely cold. Matt told us to let go of the planchet, and we did. And then, like last time, the the planchet nudged a little on its own. You're not supposed to do that. Then again, nudge, slowly nudging toward yes. Nudge, 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 nudge. It's just barely moving. Nope. Barely moving, Mm -hmm. barely moving. But remember, it's moving on its own. But then there was bang. Can you stop doing that? On the ceiling. Then a bang from the bedroom, followed up by glass shattering. So right now, two bangs. One from the ceiling, then bang from the bedroom, glass shattered. The author, Orphan Stomper, says, that was my mirror in the closet. So his closet mirror shattered. And then a third bang came from underneath the board. And the planchet bounced off, and it landed on yes. Answering their question on, is this meanie? The, um, the board began to rattle from there, and then there was another bang from underneath the board. Planchet bounced up, and it landed. Didn't remember where it landed that time. There was another bang. There were more bangs coming from underneath the board, And right? so the planchet, like, bounces up every time. Yep. So the second time he noticed that it landed on six. First bang, he didn't pay attention. He thinks it landed on six. Second bang, it landed on six again. And then there was a third bang, 
and then the planchet bounced up again. But before it landed on the board again, Jake decided to catch it. Oh, okay. So another bang came up and I caught the planchet and decided to not let it land on the board again. The board stopped. It's because I remember it was shaking and banging. Yeah. But the planchet in my hand felt really hot in comparison oh, to the room. No. So hot potato. This is just like before. Remember when he was saying they were moving it around and they felt like heat emanating from it? Mimi wants to play hot potato. So Jake says, I'm done with this. No more. Mike agreed and asked Matt if he caught anything. Matt was irritated. He said, I, I don't know. I don't know. He says, what the fudge? <laughs> what the frijoles <laughs> is up with this? I could have caught all that because he had the camera, but his camera died. Of course it did. Of yeah. course. I was going to ask you like, oh, do it we have a It drained his camera. His, ah! camera. his camera died. Okay. Worse than that. But later on, they found out that his camera had bricked. So not only was it out of energy, it was completely inoperable. The camera was just broken. No oh, longer worked. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a and lot of money. And including the memory, whatever, like the memory stick or whatever they used back in 2001. Dude, this is 2001. That stuff's not cheap. So the camera's broken. They didn't catch anything. Ripperoni and cheese, my dude. So anyways, whatever the case, we took, it says we took out at back. Uh, I think he means to say we took the board out back. And we watched Mike burn the board. So Mike took out his little lighter and his hairspray. and He burned the board with that. Thank you, Mike the Pyro. <laughs> and I told my dad about it uh, when they got back home. I had still woken up the children's laughter most nights while I lived there. And we still get some odd occurrences around the house. I'm old enough to know better these days, but I like to wonder how bad things could have gotten if we kept messing around with the Ouija board and with the strange entity called Mimi. My parents actually still live in that house in San Diego. See, okay, listen, on the one hand, I'm like, why? But on the other hand, I'm like, the housing market in San Diego? You got to still live there. If you buy, you're staying there. So, um, closing note, uh, he says, anyways, I hope the story has been interesting. If nothing else, thank you for your time. Thank you, Orphan Stomper. I actually really enjoyed that story. I did too. That was a really good story. That was good a good story. submission. I highly encourage anyone, to, anyone that has a story, please submit it in. I, I want a note for the website. Um, so you can find us at hitchhikersguidesofhorror.com on the website at the very bottom of where you play the podcast. And I'm only bringing this up because 30% of our listeners actually use the website, which I was actually kind of surprised by that. But if you go to the very bottom of uh, the, the episode page, that's where you find the comment section. Not only will you find the comment section, whether you're on, you're on mobile or you're on your PC or, or your iMac or whatever, in the bottom right-hand corner, back. yeah, well, whatever. On the <laughs> bottom right-hand corner of that website, you will find a mic button. And you can actually leave us voicemails if you prefer to do that. That's that's what that mic button is for. You can leave us voicemails from that, and we can actually use the audio in, inside our podcast. And we can we can respond to that and let you let, let you tell the story or t say your comment in person. You, you can actually call in and say that. I feel like some people might be interested in that. Feel, I don't know. I leave leave like a joke on there if nothing else. I, I think... Someone should use that mic at some point. I feel like if most of us are too anxious to even like call a place for takeout, I don't know if people are going to leave us a voicemail. But if you want to, that'd be great. I, I feel like if someone was like into like the whole storytelling thing, I think it would be perfect for that. Or if you just want to call in and mess with us, that would be good for that. Too. Just prank. Call. I don't care if you prank call us. I, I think it'd be great. Mm, I care a little bit. I mean, like we could decide whether or not to use it. I will use it regardless because I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, just use that feature. But if, if not that, 
you can comment at the bottom of the website. And as I had learned from uh, from my dad, because I did not know you can leave reviews on our website, <laughs> <laughs> you could leave a review on the website. From the main page, there's a review button on the bottom of the page. Just click on that and you can uh, leave us five stars because I know we're that good. If our dad can find it, you can find it. <laughs> well, is that it? You got anything else for closing notes? Um, the sun's in my eyes, so I'm ready to um. Yeah, you're, you're call done. It a day. You're okay. Yeah. Like, I, my eyes can't take this anymore. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's do quick plugs. Um, leave a story. Uh, we have a subreddit. Not very many people use it. We have literally like nine people there. Uh, it's r slash guide to horror. You find us on the website, hitchhikersguidetohorror.com. No apostrophe. Uh, or you can follow us on Instagram at hitchhikersguidetohorror. Um, yeah, I wonder what that one was going to be. Or hard. you can email us at Hitchhiker's Guide to Horror at gmail.com. Anyways, share your stories, leave your comments. I will read them all and we will feature some of them. Be heard, unless you got anything else. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Have a good day. That's not a question. <laughs> Don't have a good day. <laughs> have a horrible day. Have, have, have a horrific day. day so that you can share your stories at hitchhikersguidetohorror.com. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Okay, okay. Thanks for listening. Get out of here.